Did you know that HGH, or human growth hormone, is known as the master youth hormone that's essential for healing our bodies and keeping us young? If you're 30 years old or older, your HGH has been declining for almost a decade, and by age 35, your HGH levels have dropped by 85%. Have you noticed that things just aren't the same like they used to be? Your workouts aren't as impactful, your skin has lost some of its luster, and you can't sleep through the night without having to get up and go pee. Come on, you know that you've noticed. Well, welcome to the aging process. Hollywood has been using HGH to keep themselves youthful for over 30 years. But of course, that's cost them thousands of dollars in injections that most of us are not willing to spend or risk doing. So we found you a solution, something that's homeopathic and even registered by the FDA. A human growth hormone supplement that's over-the-counter for those who want to regain and maintain that healthy youthfulness that we all desire. Hey, Brian. Have you heard about the gel? Yeah, the gel? Yeah, like are, are the you, HGH gel. Are you gelling? You need to be gelling. <laughs> so if you want to get on the gel, get on the gel.com and gelrob.com. G-E-L-R-O-B dot com. Check out all of the information promo codes on our website, which is... TwoFitCrazies.com. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. How are you, Brian? You bet your ass it's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> we are where it's at. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You bet. Two fit crazies and a microphone. Oh, no. This is for all those people that like ask me, like, what does it mean? What does your name mean? I'm like, just go get the Beck album. Right. But there's a lot of people that were like, oh my gosh. Like, we <laughs> a lot of people do know. Yeah, no, they, they totally think it's know. a great name. And then, and then they date themselves because you're kind of in that, you know, there was certain, that decade of when they were really hot. But <laughs> that's fine. Totally fine. Look it Beck up. Beck is still hot. Yeah. And you know what? We're waiting for that letter, Beck. We're waiting for that letter. Yeah, that cease and desist. Where is it? It's coming. We actually want you on the podcast. We're so. actually on like on mics begging for that cease and desist letter right now. It's great. It's great. It's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. I know it's coming. We made it. Yeah. So we don't need that. We don't need that to know. So we're coming off a pretty awesome. I was just going over the last list of our podcast guests, which were which were pretty awesome. Um Going through and, you know, talking business. because we're where it's at. Exactly. Everyone wants to be on because it's where it's at. And, um, you know, world-class kettlebell throwers. We got world-class running gurus. They're swingers. That's even better. Isn't that great? (laughs) She's a snatcher, actually. (laughs) Exactly. Even better. I love the terminology for kettlebells. It's just great. Um, Cleans. And then we just came off of episode 62 with... Julian Barnes, which it's hysterical. I was listening to the podcast and I'm thinking, like I knew I knew his name and 
And I'm, and I'm like, God, he looks so familiar. Hysterical because he had said he had spoken at different conferences. I've definitely seen him speak. And it, yeah. didn't, it didn't occur to me until just recently that I'm like, that's why I know his name because I've... I've actually seen him speak, but it's been a long time. It's been quite a, quite a few years. He was since. a great guest. He was fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean, crystal clear in his message. And it's like, you know, it's such, it's, I guess it's a, a niche within a niche. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got boutique fitness is the niche. Kind of. I, you know, I was kind of surprised when he was talking about how, um, like some of the names of gyms that would, you know, would be, would fall into fitness, yeah like yeah. orange theory i, I mean I, I was thought i was okay that's like, it's kinda, like corporate it's corporate it's privately, it's, owned. It's, privately owned it's kind of it's not big boxy but it is in right. a sense you know the it's you know yeah, you it is it i as... just didn't think of it and i even asked if crossfits were of course they are because they're all mm-hmm. like pretty much independently owned and i know you know it's ruled by crossfit well you think of like a boutique as like hey i want to open a yoga studio and it's yeah. called like my yoga studio or right. your last name is on it where that's not necessarily the case anymore. And I think right. that's evolved in the last Or, or the gyms years. that I work for where there might be, you know, like one or two locations, you right. know, and the, you know, that's the guys that own it are teaching classes, right? you know, and, and, uh, as opposed and, to an and, owner and then yeah. having, you know, or, you know, or being in, be, not being in the fitness industry that's, you know, or fitness you know, background. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And he was, I just thought he was great because he's providing a service that is so needed. And I think I was kind of reflecting on my own because the people that are the most successful are the people that see the need in an industry and they fill that need. And I've been, you know, I talk to a lot of fitness owners and people in the industry and they'll say, you know, I have this idea and I want to do this. And, and I turn around and say to them, you have to sell this like an infomercial. You have to convince people that your product or your workout is something they cannot live without. Like you cannot live without the sham wow. <laughs> that, but that's, you know, Billy Mays, that, yeah, no. that's what I need people to understand <laughs> that if you're going to be successful, you need to eat, sleep, breathe, whatever it is that is, and make people understand they can't live without it. And the whole idea with the podcast is that, you know, Brian and I are both in the fitness industry and we're trying to help people. And, you know, with, with what I see in the, you know, the conferences and I work with all these, you know, I see all these companies that are struggling and how do they market and this and that. And I'm like, well, well shit, like let's, let's have a marketing platform where we can actually bring this information on a, you know, worldwide level. And guess what? The people that come onto our podcast we're not paying them to come on no. just like they're not paying us. And I mean, yeah, it would be great if everyone would pay <laughs> us to come on, but literally we're giving we'll pass you, the hat, but we're giving you free worldwide marketing, which I think we need. I mean, we need more of that. And, and I think that sometimes like even in the infomercial, like things, are, you know, or the, the elevator speech or, or whatever it is, that short the pitch. Yeah. The pitch that, a lot of a lot of what's lost is like the real genesis of it all mm-hmm. and like the real beginning of it all and and why it came up and it was because of something that happened to so and so as a yeah. child or you know whatever it is like the story behind this the the you know the the product is um is oftentimes the most for me it's the most interesting part about it you get to know people and you get to hear people talk and i think that in that you know people gravitate towards that even right. more so yeah, it's... it makes people try things too. Totally. You know, when you hear about someone like, 
I'll bring up Jonathan Ross again. Jonathan, you probably need to start paying us because we definitely (laughs) use your name a lot. Um, So we'll hashtag you on this one. But to hear a story from him and what he went through with his parents and, you know, just kind of his, the reason why he came up with his Funtensity program, the why behind that, I think a lot of people would be more likely to try it once you understand, listen, this wasn't developed for kids. This rubber chicken, this is not a kid's toy. It's not a dog toy. This is an adult Functional, fiction, you know, fun, yeah. functional fitness, you know, kind of a piece of equipment. And here is why we use it. And here's the science behind it. And that sometimes you're like, oh. Yeah. And, and, you know, reason being, like, why, you know, why is it not a weight or, you know, mm-hmm. or, or a, a BOSU ball or, you know, whatever it is that, that uh, you know, you could use. Um, for, for some of the stuff and, you know, or anything. And, and the reason is because he's bringing the, you know, the kid aspect and the childhood aspect back to adults. So it's not for kids. It's really for adults, but it's to remind them of, of being children and here's everything that goes with it. I love his story too. I mean, I just relate to it, you know, and, and my story with my father passing away young and why I do what I do. And, uh, you know, the fact that he was the one that introduced me to running Right. You know, like before he died, you right. know, like the five year window from his first heart attack to his second heart attack was when like this was like, I think it was his epiphany, you right. know, to teach his family. And my sister just ran the Chicago marathon. My brother's picking up half marathons again. And my mom was running, you know, back in the day and she's just still yogi, yogi. My family out. needs to just have heard what you just said, because <laughs> I think they need to start stepping up. Family, we're all like falling apart. Like- I don't think it was like, I don't think that it was. You know, it's certainly not a coincidence. You know, he's kind of, I think he saw it as a very cool thing that you can do for a lifelong mm-hmm. of health, uh, you, you know, longevity and, and things like that. And, and it was kind of like on, the, on his way out saying, you know, here's something I can pass along to That's them. A gift. That's awesome. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's no wonder we still Chills. all do it. But- even like, you know, even though I did take like many, 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 many years off in between. And part of it was like, you know, the, the fucked up mess, well, the, the, the effed up mess <laughs> that I was left with as a 12 year old child with, with no father. Um, but you know, and, and how I had to figure it all right. out, you know, but kind of whenever I did figure it out and kind of did get back into it, like, you know, the fitness became the priority again. Cause I just wanted to feel good. Right. Right. You know, so like, as I went and as I went through all, you know, my, my story is, um, is, is, okay, is a, is a all, roller coaster. Right. We all have that shit show. <laughs> so, uh, it's just getting to the show. It's just keep going with the show. Cause eventually oh, it's yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. The shit rises to the top. Right. Um, so, you know, so it's, but it always came back to fitness cause you know, you just wanted to f- feel good at a certain point, whether mentally, physically, whatever it is. And, um, you know, fitness has always been something that's been there for me. And it was definitely handed down for, you know. My dad was one hell of an athlete because my mom sure as hell doesn't or hasn't done, you know, like athletics. Uh So we say like myself and my two sisters, the fact that we're all like collegiate, you know, top of the line athletes. I'm like, he must have been one (laughs) hell of an athlete, that man. strong genes. Holy moly. But but anyway, going back, um, Julian really talks about creating – um, creating something that there's a need. So to help business owners, to help people in the fitness industry. And for all of you listening, you know, if you do have a desire, you have a passion and, you know, maybe your passion is just to be a trainer or just to take programs or just be more active. 
um, it's amazing. Keep going with it. But if you have that desire to go forward and maybe brand a program or, you know, get involved with a studio or a boutique is what they call it, less than 5,000 square feet, usually individually owned, then, you know, it's not just enough to have a passion. You have to also have the know-how behind it, you know, how to use QuickBooks, how how to pay people, how to make schedules because, you know, it's really, it's 10% is that glitter and glam and the 90% is the grind and the hard work and the emails and the customer relations. And it's a lot. And in, uh, yeah, I mean, and good training programs like that, like, you know, things that they offer, you know, sometimes the best training in the world leads you to, you know, delegating some responsibilities to something that's not on your plate. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so like that's something to look at too. You know, so it, 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 it's just there's a number of things, just about anything that you can encounter in any small business, uh, you know, is, um, you know, even, uh, you know, people that are plumbers or or, you know, painters or, or, or mechanics or, or, you know, bakers. anything bakers. Yeah, they're, about cookies. yeah, they're not about doing, the, you know, they're, they're not about doing the books. What was the old uh, was a story about the pie maker? Right. The old I don't know. There's a. Look it up. Google the pie maker. There's a business story behind it. She made the greatest pies in the uh, world, but then, you know, she had to do all these other things and then the quality of her pies went down. It was something like that. Jamie. I, I forget. Look that up. Oh, we don't have uh, a Jamie. Young Jamie. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> young Jamie. Our, our non- Shout out to Joe Rogan. <laughs> our non-existent assistant right now. We, we have all we these kids. No, we have all these kids. Like, what the hell are we doing? Why are we not having an intern? Yeah. Intern? Yeah. You know what? We're Owen. That up. Hey, Owen, Google that. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we, we should have. Owen's my five year old. They would they would do a good job. They they would be like mass chaos, and we are going to do that. I have been asked a couple times, like you know why why don't you have like your your you know do an interview with your kid or talk like they are sometimes the best people to ask ideas. And um, yeah, I've got another idea. I, I was you know, I've got passing sh- by Brian the other day, and I was like, I was talking to my kids, and here's what we're going to do because this came exactly from kids, and this is what we need to do. Um, I mean, no, you, there's no filter with them. They're like, here's what happened. Here's what I would like. And, and I'm like, wow, that's, I've got a show in development with my middle guy. Yeah. My six year old. That's gonna be big. It's going to be big. I don't even think you should say anything cause you don't want to <laughs> no, ruin no, 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 no. It's in development. It's in <gasps> development. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. But, um, one of the things that I think we wanted to talk about today a little bit, and we have been, we've been dancing around this already is knowing your worth. Um, and that's something that we, I think, I think we all deal with this in different ways. And again, Julian was talking about, um, you know, really running your business and having a successful boutique fitness business. Um, you know, he, he now runs summit and what you have to think about, especially if you're, you know, running a business or you're in fitness or you're just trying to work out, people talk about, you know, we don't have the time, we don't have the money. What's the other one? No time. I don't know money. where to start. Yeah, I don't know where to start. What I don't know I what to do. to do. Just tell me what to do. Right. And guess what? You're not all wearing your size seven shoes, right? Right. There you go again. Um, you know, we, we all are, are unique and individual. And I was talking to Brian today because, and I, I haven't done this very often, and now that I'm full-time fitness, that is my career. And again, you have to think about what you're worth now. All right, well... I've got 20 years of experience, this, that, whatever, you know, whatever's behind you, um, whatever you've won, whatever you've done, whatever education and, you know, starting off, it could be, you know, it, it could be, what are you worth? Like, what's your time worth? It could be what your money's worth. And, and I, you know, I turned around and someone had said, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to pay that. I think, 
And I said, well, here's the deal. I said, this is my full-time job. I said, so you, I can't really negotiate. You know, this is, this is what I charge. This is, this is, you know, breakdown of the hours. I said, I can't afford to charge anything less. And, you know, if, if you're not interested, then, then so be it. Um, but it's, it's almost, it takes you a long time to realize, to get to that point. Cause I know for myself for a long time, someone would be like, oh, well, I, I'm only, you know, comfortable or this person charges this or this person, you know, and, and I thought to myself, oh, okay, I got, I've got to lower my prices, I guess. And you're lowering your self-worth is what it is. So what you're not even, you know, I'm talking about money self-worth, but it's like, you're almost saying you're not worthy to be paid that. And it's interesting because again, we're talking about fitness. This could be a fitness professional, but I'm talking about my time now. What, what are you it's worth? What's yeah, your it's time everybody's worth? Time. It's an interesting thing because there are, you know, there are going rates and, and market mm-hmm. rates and, and, you, true. Know, you know, and there is a standard, uh, and, and some, you know, some bigger gyms will charge different, uh, well, you know, the trainers will right. charge different based on some of their levels of credentials or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, they, they have like a gold, silver or bronze, you know, you can get the bronze guy for this, or you can get you know, the, the gold woman for this <laughs> and, you know, and, and, uh, and, and I guess people, you know, are always looking to fit within their budget. It's rare that somebody right. will say, you know, yeah, just charge me whatever. And, you know, let's get to work. Uh, you know, I, I'm the same way, you know, I have to be frugal at times and, right. and crunch figures and, and make it work. And, uh, it's, you, you, you do like your time is a, is of a value and, and you have to kind of get to a point where it's like, this is what I, this is what it costs. Right. 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 No one goes to Walmart and negotiates. No one goes to the, you know, places. I didn't get the good teacher this year, so we're not going to pay her salary as much because she's, she gets complaints. It's, yeah. it's just a weird, it's weird. But I wanted to point out that Julian last week said something on the podcast and he had said about your time and your money and, and what people charge with, with gym memberships and things right. like that. And he had said, you know, if you are willing to pay, you know, if you're in New York City and you're going to pay 20 bucks for a hamburger, you're going to pay, he had actually said $10 for a drink. And I'm like, mm, yeah, or it's 20. Like 12, 20, 18. Um, he's like, but then you're not going to pay, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to get pancakes for, you know, $17. But then you're not going to drop in on a class, which is an hour, which is an experience, which is something positive and, you know, does everything, you know, stimulates all your hormones, your central nervous system, your this, your that. But you're not willing to pay 20 bucks for that. It's almost like what what's worth what to you? I, I thought that was that I think is I think that that's exactly we forget. Yeah, we no, forget exactly that. it. Exactly it. And th- I mean, this goes back to. This goes back to when I was pulling people's um, credit reports for when I was writing mortgages and, and originating loans, and I would see like the kid right out of high school or college, you know, got his first job, and I'd see a car payment on there, and it's you know four five hundred dollars, you know, it's definitely four hundred dollars for his you know brand new Kia or whatever the heck he was driving. One kid I actually said to him, I said, "Holy shit!" I said, "What do you drive a Cadillac?" And he said, uh, no, it's a Mercedes. And, you know, he's like a 23-year-old kid right out of college, working in insurance, making good money. Right. And, and, you know, he's, he, he was like, you know, it was like he made it. But, you know, and, and then kind of those are the same type of, you know, same situation where you know, you're overspending on something. 
So what is the value of your health? Right. Right. So what is the value of your health? Same as what is the value of my time? What is the value of of doing uh, doing the work that is a boutique fitness owner that you might want to delegate and you know make more money doing that? Right. So like all this stuff. If time is a commodity, I talk about it all the time. I talk about it with health coaching. I said if you're misspending money right. in a way that is just not beneficial to you, you would look at it and if you did like a cost analysis of something, mm-hmm. you would say, oh, you know, th- this isn't, this is not me, me, I'm not spending my money, of, you know, the, in, a, in a proper way. And if you're not spending your time in a proper way, you know, to, to of, of value, a way of value, then it's just the same. Um, you know, you could, you can put I can put better value on your hour in a gym under, um, you know, training supervision and, and getting, you know, professional guidance, or you could take that hour and you can go, uh, and, and spend it with Netflix, right. Or you can do, which sometimes is important too, uh, you know, and, and, and there's just all sorts of things that, that factor into it. Um, I look at the cost of my cell phone bill sometimes and I'm like, like, God, I should run it. We should run us like a special, like pay me what you pay your, like, you know, a monthly membership, you know, monthly membership, but pay me what you pay, pay the gym, what you pay for your cell phone every month. I was just crunching numbers over here. Do you want to hear some crazy numbers? Go ahead. Okay. So in New York, we're talking about what are you worth and, and you know, money and hours. And I think our listeners need to hear this. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay. So you're willing to spend let's say um let's say you spend 13 bucks a day right on lunch right that's it could be like you get a cup of coffee maybe if you're right or you get something say it's 13 dollars like for lunch four bucks in the morning eight so, bucks at lunch yeah just like yeah whatever. bs that you're buying 13 dollars yeah. a day doesn't seem like a lot that works out to five thousand dollars a year per day five thousand dollars 13 times 365 that's like five thousand dollars about Okay, I'm, I wasn't including the tax. I had a little tax, right? Well, do you know what else is $13 per day average in New York City right now? Brian? What? Cigarettes. One pack of cigarettes is about $13. 13 bucks. 13 bucks. So that's about $5,000 per year. That's just one pack. So if you're a smoker, one pack of cigarettes is like normal yeah. for someone, you know, it could be more. That's five grand per year, okay? So let's talk about worth. Let's talk about what you're worth what your health is worth. And if you're addicted to smoking, that's, you're going to get it right. Cause that's something you right. want, makes you feel good. You're going to get it five grand. Not of, not even a question, right? You're, you're going to, yeah, no, you're out. to the good. Well now what if you have a gym membership and it's 150 bucks per month? Cause people are like oh, $150 for gym membership. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my God. Cause a boutique, a boutique fitness, you know, place is about $150. I would say, Give or take. Yeah. you know, Close. I'm just saying, well, that's $1,800 per year. Yeah. Per year, Did no, you, no, no, no. Do you, I understand. Five grand versus I just versus eighteen hundred bucks. So, all right, let's round it up to two grand. You're spending two grand on a gym membership. You're still spending three thousand dollars more on those cigarettes. Yeah. I, so, like, that's, I need people a- to wrap their head around this because everyone gets caught up on numbers, and the numbers really are not so. You know, what if you go to a personal trainer? One, one of my gyms, the, the- and you just charge that. Maybe personal trainer charges two hundred bucks a month. A month for a bunch of sessions. That's like nothing compared to your, either your, you know, whatever you're spending on lunch for 13 bucks a day or your whatever else. I don't know. 
I mean, forget about the happy hour, the round of drinks, you know, that'll set you back even more. Those weekend warriors, the, the, you know, it all adds up. What, uh, one of the gyms that I work at, the training room here in New Jersey, they have the ability to pay people um, twice a month or bill people twice a month. Yeah. So it's the same money, but, you know, they just take it out. And people choose that option because, you know, like for some reason it's cheaper. We want to hold on to the interest it's in your not, bank account. No, well, no, it's not. But, you know, it's just kind of a right. way to soften the blow, I guess. But when you look at it like that, and and the same goes for uh you, you know I know Bruce and Mindy uh, Milray from One Day to Wellness mm-hmm. do a whole thing on how eating well is not more expensive than eating garbage. Right, it's eating right? smart. Yeah, no, it's it's you know you can you can really you can go and and you know how much food are you actually consuming? How much are you throwing away? You know all those things that that really factor in. It's a commodity. Time and the money and everything that goes with it, you know, can be can be sliced and diced in a way that's more beneficial to our health, you know, than, than anything. It's, um, it's really interesting. I, I, think I, interesting. I look at this, I look at the cell phone bills and it's like 200 bucks and, and, you know, and, and I, I know for sure because I lived like 25 years of my life without one, you know, that I don't need it. There was no service. There was no, <laughs> I, when I lived in New York city. That was like the first time. I had the cell phone because of safety and yeah. it was like, a you know, but it's funny because when I, where I went and did my undergrad work in New York, it was North of the city. I call everything upstate, <laughs> um, where I did my undergrad, there was no cell phone service because of the, I was in Arizona. The there was no, there was no service. So I had a cell phone with no service where I was, where I was going to school. So it, it was, you you just did it. Yeah, no, you just like, you just, the, we always say, we always, on Napster, we always you know? say in college, it was like four bars that everyone went to. So you went to one and no one was there. You went to the other one and no one was there. You went to the other one until you found them. And, right. and that was, you know, the way, that's how you met up. What and parties I mean, are the hot guys going to? That's the one we went to. No. <laughs> Should have just called me. <laughs> <laughs> Ring me up, Conti. Oh my God. <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> I'll tell you where they're at. Oh my goodness! Um, you know, so it's it's um, it's definitely something. And 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 here's what here's here's another thing, from a professional standpoint, with asking you know having a a, a set price, and you know and, and knowing what your value is and saying this is what it is and having people say no that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh you know I was in sales for for a long time too and and the adage the old adage was like if everyone says yes to your price then you're then you're Price too low, right? It's not for everybody most of most of the time. Uh, some of the time, you know, you definitely want to have that right. price up there, um, just in case they say yes, you know. And uh, it's it's funny like that, and and uh, and you you don't know sometimes until yeah you know, after the fact, but and, and it's just it's just fair. It's it's you know you don't negotiate with the plumber. You don't negotiate with, you know, even self-employed people that provide services like we do. Um, you don't really negotiate with that. You get the bill. Right. And you pay it. And it's not to say that, you know, we're inflating prices like, you know, if somebody rolls up with a with a Mercedes, I'm going to say, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to pound this uh, guy for everything that he's got." It's not the case. Right. You know, this is that it's why you should somewhere have, you know, prices posted and, you know, so the people are aware of, of that. Um, and that people are aware that, 
you know, you also are paying for certifications that are up to date. You're paying for, you know, all of your trainers, everyone should, you know, we put out a lot of money of, of our own in order to make sure that we are insured. Like we have fitness insurance and we have many different certifications and, you know, again, continuing education needs to be done. And if your trainers don't have this stuff, then you should not be working with them. Um, and it's okay to ask them totally. Okay. Because, you know, if, if you're taking your time out of your busy day, if you're a client and you're hiring someone, what is your time worth? It better be, you better get the most out of that time that you are spending with that trainer or spending with anyone that you hire. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. So. And, and yeah, just the same. The other thing that I do that I like doing when it, when cost is an issue is I'll, I'll create groups and I'll combine people and that actually usually works out better yep. for, for us. You know, instead of saying, okay, you know, this guy's X per hour, you know, everybody's X per hour and, and, you know, everyone looks and says, you know, if I get five or six people in, like I have a a group two, two nights a week, really three, um, they can choose two of the nights. So it's three nights a week. They can choose two of it. uh, Um, and I get a big pool of people that come and attend the sessions Mm -hmm. and it's just a little bit less than it would be for individual set. You know, it's, it's less than it would be for individual sessions, you know, but overall I have, you know, that monthly, I know I bill monthly. Yeah. It's, it really, it works out better for me. Um, because I don't have to, because I can only, it's only three hours of my week. Right. Right. Whereas if I tried to do all of them individually, it would be, you know, 15 hours of my week. Right. Every week. So, you know, it cuts down on time and I can kind of, and I can and I can make it work just the same and they're happy too cuz it's consistent. It's three nights, everything's there, you know, everything's there and uh, they can get in and get out and we also get from that aspect of things uh good camaraderie. The mm-hmm. group, you know, they were all none of them knew each other, a couple of them knew each other. You know, people would bring other people in as as we went, but you know, really it was um you know, a bunch of people that don't really, didn't really, you know, weren't friendly with each other and here they are in a group and now they're, everyone's having fun and laughing and getting fit and, and, uh, and sweating and, you know, saying F you Brian and, you know, from time to time, not all the time, but you know, like they, they, it's like there's some camaraderie in, in, uh, in, you know, being the grunts a little bit. So it's, that's, that's always a good way to do things too. And if you can cap again, just the same thing, if I can capitalize or, 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 you know, create better time from my, you know, from my standpoint, you know, and just do one hour as opposed to Mm -hmm. five. Well, then I have four other hours where I can, you know, fill with other clients and, and, and make that, that work as well. I would give the advice to people out there, um, piggybacking on what you said was that, you know, you're valuing your time, the clients valuing their time and their busy lives. We, you know, we have a finite amount of hours as well. But when you, every once in a while, I'll say to, you know, I'll say to someone, you know, people will say, you know, will you do a bigger group, you know, for a certain price or things like that? If we're, you know, if we're talking about money and sometimes you have to look and kind of see, all right, well, what's the, what are the pros and cons of this? Because if you're in front of a big group and it's one of the reasons why I like to, you know, I like to do things, sometimes I'll do free events or, you know, free this or free that is because I want to get out there. And I want, I want to help people and I want to change lives. And sometimes you have to put yourself out there so people know you and you may have to do things that, you know, that maybe you do have to take a cut or take a step back 
because you want that like, marketing. Like start a podcast? Well, yeah. That's true. <laughs> hey, this is fun, but all of a sudden no, it's, it's like, fun. wow, this is like a lot of work. It's yeah. fun, but we do, you know, we do put a lot of time into it. Yeah. And, you know, we do meet up at least once a week. And, and uh, you know, and, and Christine does the booking and I do the audio stuff, you know, the... the uh, I'm really trying to pull it. No, 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 no. And eventually, we'll, you know, we feel like this will be fruitful for us. Um, but and for everybody else, because that's why we started. And and it's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking to Julian. Didn't you think about like, kind of the podcast, too, of how, you know, this is our passion, this is our shine. And then it's like, you know, you got 10% is like the fun when we get to get on, like, you know, live. And totally. then the 90% is like me with the emails and the phone calls and the texting and Brian, like, piecing together all the, you know, doing all the tech and everything. Well, I always, I always, I say, text Brian at least like four times a day. I'm like, hey, da, 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 da. Are you good? And I say to Christine, like, <laughs> if I won the lottery, like, what's the Powerball up to now or the Mega Millions is like 800 something million dollars. Uh, if I won that, like, this is what we're getting we, an RV. No, this is what we oh, would do. Yeah, sure. And we're getting an RV. Yeah, totally getting an RV. We're gonna follow around the wellness wagon. That's <laughs> mini person. One day to wellness. We're gonna follow around the wellness wagon. We're gonna we're podcasting. But again. like, yeah. like if you hit it, what would you do? And I was like, I probably wouldn't change too much. I'd go for a run in the morning, right? I just and I'd go and I and I'd podcast and I'd have some fun with that and I'd do the social media stuff. I'd redo my kitchen. Totally. And uh, fix dude, the re- bathrooms. I wouldn't even. I'd light my house on fire. Maybe I don't know. I'll give it away, but but that's not the point. What I'm, what I'm saying <laughs> I'm sorry, is, I, I would do all this stuff with the podcast, but I would just have somebody else edit it. <laughs> somebody would be on payroll for that. I would delegate that the responsibility to somebody else, and and we'd definitely hire a booker. I'm writing down right now a note to myself that says, "Reach out to local college tech." department totally because we can give where yeah community I've done college this a million times where you know you need a service and whatnot and you can provide interns for different things like we could totally have an intern you realize this right like just we, like with explosions like they turn our no. they would turn like our our podcast into pixar <laughs> <laughs> everyone has i mean i've had student teachers as a teacher right oh, yeah. and they get college credit blah blah, blah but there are programs no, for everyone. No, you know without what? a doubt. Every business out there, I don't know why. This is why I don't sleep at night. I don't sleep. I just lie there with my eyes open and just think of all these things. It's a problem. I can't shut my brain off. But, I mean, really, there's every business that's out there. You know, there's a lot of programs in high schools and colleges. Totally. Where, Community colleges are perfect you, for it. Where they could come in, you know, and do, you know, literally just get on the job training. And they, and they observe and they... Always learn because what's the worst that happens? Oh my gosh, this is awful. I would never do this. But that's the best on the job training. It's the best. We've all had it. Yeah. Like I could never. That's my whole banking. <laughs> like pretty career. much till it's too late. You figure it out. You're like, holy. Uh, where's HR? I have to drop off this letter. The next time I have to teach Shakespeare, I don't. I can't even imagine. I I can't. I can't out out. Dark spot. I mean, oh, Lady Macbeth. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no, uh, it's all, there's all no the Shakespeare workout on the, on the, uh, up here. on the horizon. Every once in a while, I'll catch myself like, you know, remembering something and saying, I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. But who knows? But I really think that, you know, going back to it, you've got to value your time, know your worth, whether it's, you know, I mean, whether it's something that's monetary or if it's something just making a choice, you know, you're going to throw down 20 bucks for a burger, but you can't validate 20 bucks to jump into a 
spin class or go try. I don't even care if it's even 20 bucks for that gym membership, 20 bucks to go do something with your family where you're going to go walk through. We walk through the corn maze now that it's fall. Yeah. My kids love the corn maze. And I don't know that I ever told this story to you or on the air, <laughs> but I had a traumatizing experience with, a, a, corn maze? with a maze maze. Get it? A yeah, maze yeah, yeah, yeah. maze. I get it. Okay. So, yeah, we went. My sister used to live in State that joke College. Was corny. Yeah, well, that's what it was called. My, my sister, actually, this is when she was in Lancaster, not even State College. And my, and my dad was still alive. We had some, we had like a family reunion or something. So we'd go into this corn maze. My dad, my mom, my two sisters, the husbands, myself. Like, we go in here. And of course, it's like a gigantic corn maze, like like miles. It's one of those, and we're in the middle of like you know Amish country, right? We go in, and it's a map, and you have to find the puzzle pieces of the map, and put them together in order to find the way out, and that's your map. So first, you got to find the puzzle pieces, then you have to put it together. It's like the in Berkeley order. Ultra. It was yes. <laughs> it's like the ultimate that no one finishes, right? No one okay. finishes ever. Okay. So meanwhile, we're in there, and of course, like I come from a family where like the Christmas tree falls over every year, and it's like mother, mother, mother. There's always F words involved in anything, like boats, cars, Christmas lights, like. So we're in there, and now it's we're in there for a long time, and we're like no way we're finding our way out of this place, like no way. Now we're starting to get annoyed at each other, whatever. There's these like holes that you can, like a series of underground like. Things like what kind of asshole makes this maze? Like what the? So there's like you can yell into these. You can yell into these like things that hey we need help. Can you give us some direction? Like oh it was legit. We were in there for hours, hours before we were like help, help, and people literally had to come get us to rescue us from this maze. It was the worst experience ever. We're all yelling at each other like like this so. My kids love it for whatever reason, but we go every year and to a little one and we try and lose them, but they always find their way back. Um, but not really, but they go in every year, but spending the 15 bucks to go into the corn maze, but you feel like, oh, well, I won't spend the money on, you know, oh, yeah. it's it just like Brian was saying before we started airing about like, you know, people use their time and they have to watch their Netflix. Well, you got time for Netflix, but you don't have time to do a half an hour of I don't know. Walk up and down the stairs for half an hour in your house if you can't go out. Right. Or work less. Right? <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm like, wait, what? No, I mean, I, I think uh, the studies have been showing like how much actual work goes into a 40-hour work week. You know, and it's like 20-something hours. You know, and the other rest of the time, they're just kind of sitting there trying to look busy so that the boss doesn't know that they're not working. If that's you, please call me because I've got tons of work that I could right, hand could off. Out. Oh my gosh. Unreal. Yeah, if, you're, if you're in um, podcast editing, we can get you, we can give you some work no, to just, do. If you could just follow me around and just answer my texts and emails for a little while, it would be fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, you know, what, what are you and, and and the same the same thing, you know. So so it's like, you know, what are you actually doing with your time? You know, there's the old meme. It's like we all get the same amount of hours in a day. You know, so that you know, like that that you know, like when you were training. I'm training for a marathon right now, and you know, and working, and three kids, and travel soccer, and and you know, and wife, and her job, and everything is just like it's about to pop. But six a.m. or much earlier, much earlier to like nine. Six a.m. is the middle of the day. <laughs> you know, I I, I actually, slept in today. I slept until six fifteen. It was amazing. like sleeping in. 
I taught the 515 class this morning, and then I went for a run, and then I came home, got them on the bus. My wife was out the door. I get the little one ready. And that's like all before 8, 8.30. Yeah. Know? Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, my dad used to go to work at like 5. And he'd well, that's be like, the thing, yeah. 12 p.m. He'd be like, my father, oh, my day's half over. My day's done. My and father used like, to take the train, you know, oh, yeah. and like and drive or take the train into, into Newark, really. But... And, you know, it was like, it was out the door, you know, very early, coming home very late. Like, that's just kind of, that's survival, though. It's kind of how, how it is. Oh, my goodness. All right, where are we going with that? That was time. I don't time. Know. Both of us were like, wait. No, you wait, just like, what? like, you we all have it. the same amount of time. So if I, you know, I hate to say it about me, but, you know, like, me? No, like I, <laughs> like I make the time, you know, like we get, you, you have to make the time. If you really want this stuff and you really want to, and and be healthy and find the time to exercise and and do all those things then you know get to bed early wake up early and and uh and use an hour or 45 minutes or a half an hour we shortened the time on some of those early morning classes because people Mm -hmm. uh, some of them weren't you know coming as much because they didn't have as much time in the morning so it's like all right 45 minutes is better than an hour or leave early i have a lot of people that just leave early yeah 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 yeah. that's totally fine i love that like just come and get here don't don't ever apologize just come and sweat get as much in as you can and they get out the door just make sure you drink water and stretch (laughs) drink water and stretch (laughs) exactly uh yeah i I, sometimes i set up the workout in two different ways one after everyone leaves Mm -hmm. you know or one up until people have to leave and then one you know a little bit like a finisher or something for for afterwards and uh you know you just make it work again dicing up time making the most of it getting the best of it know that you are worth it at the end of every single and i say this end of every single workout i don't care what i'm teaching i don't care who i'm talking to it could be even a lecture that i give and every single time i end with no one is more important than you and it's funny because it could be a yoga class I could be giving a lecture about health. I could be literally, it doesn't matter. No one is more important than you. And sometimes I'll say, you know, some of you guys laugh it off and think it's cheesy. And I said, you know, maybe sometimes I need to listen to my own advice. Sometimes we all do that, Mm -hmm. but no one is more important than you. You are worth it. And it being you're worth taking care of because you don't take care of yourself. You're taking care of no one else. You don't put that oxygen mask on yourself. You're not taking care of the kids or anyone else around you. And that's really what this comes down to, knowing your worth. And like we started talking about prices, um, what people pay you, um, about you know what, what you pay for things and what you do in your life, whether you, know, you take the time to buy cigarettes that are $13 a pack or you spend you know, the $13 and, and invest in yourself. And, right. What's the value? What, what is your value? What are you worth to you? And as soon as you can start realizing that you are worth a heck of a lot, not just to yourself, but to the people around you, then maybe your life will change a little bit. Maybe you'll start looking at things a little differently. And, you know, we hope, and I'll speak for Brian, that we hope that you, all of you can maybe reach the point of enlightenment. I think that Brian and I have reached over the shit shows of our life in the last, I don't know how many decades, right? That yeah. you have to experience and you have to get to a certain point where you understand, wow, you can step back. And I'm not saying that y'all need to quit your jobs and switch careers. Okay. 
But if you could see them, we went extreme. Like we're like, you know, like some people reach religion and like they start going to church and then other people become priests or, you know, um, I don't know what they do. They go on retreats and whatever. We're, you know, like we don't have to go to that extent, but I think you have to reach a point where you're like, you know what? This is important to me because I'm worth it. Yeah. And life, life is short. Life is short, you know? If you're not doing what you want to be doing, then what are you doing? Yeah. 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 That's it. Go find yourself a corn maze. <laughs> At least if, like, you got stuck there, there's corn. Like, hard <laughs> corn. You figure it out. You can pop that. Uh, right. <laughs> Burn down. <laughs> I'm really strong. I stick it between my thighs. Like... <laughs> I don't know. At least there's corn. You can be like, cornmeal. Corn cakes, popcorn, <laughs> doing, doing bubble gum. <laughs> shrimp, shrimp kebabs, shrimp scampi, yeah. Yeah. Sh- sh- baked shrimp, corn muffins. We, you know that I used to do. I used to say that and go on and on and on with shrimp forever. Shrimp grits, yeah, gumbo, coconut shrimp, yeah, like forever. Yeah, that's a problem. Anyway, yeah, that was not happens. good use of your time. It's great, yeah. That was fun, though. Poor use of time. That was fun. Anyway, you're worth it. That's what I'm leaving you with today. You're worth it. Solid gold, Conti. Love it. Love it. And with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazes. And a microphone. We are where it's at. A peace.